This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Newsmax Daily for Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. International Day of Pink, meant to raise awareness and fight against bullying and discrimination of all kinds, started by some high school kids in Nova Scotia, Canada. And it's a big day on the food calendar. Hashtag National Grilled Cheese Day. Who doesn't love a good grilled cheese sandwich? And millions will argue today, you may be doing it right now, about whether or not to put tomato on your grilled cheese sandwich. It's also National Licorice Day. Again, millions will be arguing about who likes or hates black licorice. For the record, Tony Marino loves it. And in the headlines, this morning's CPI report showing consumer prices rose 5% in the month of March. That is down from a 6% gain in February, but still up. The report showing somehow a slight decline in food, not here where I live, and gasoline. Really? Gasoline prices slightly lower, but rent prices continued to surge. On Friday, we'll get retail sales numbers as well. Another gauge on inflation. Meanwhile, the big story, President Biden and Hunter Biden having a very busy day in Ireland today. The dividends of peace are all around us. And this very campus is situated in an intersection where conflict and bloodshed once held a terrible sway. While you were sleeping early this morning, the president met with British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who is also there to mark the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. It ended decades of civil war in Northern Ireland, brokered by the United States. We went in-depth on that yesterday. It was actually supposed to be the Holy Thursday Agreement. But why exactly is Hunter Biden there? And people will be quick to say that Ivanka Trump, President Trump's daughter, and even her husband, Jared Kushner, traveled with the president overseas. However, keep in mind, whether you agree or not, they did actually have a role in the administration. The Bidens arrive in Dublin late this afternoon, where President Biden is expected to speak to Parliament tomorrow about the U.S.-Ireland relationship and his family's Irish roots. As I said yesterday, break out the Jameson for that one. We get more from Rob Schmidt tonight. Joe Biden landing in Ireland tonight, searching for the one part of the world he hasn't screwed up yet. And while the president goes on a mostly useless vacation to his motherland, our greatest allies are beginning to distance themselves from the United States. France's Emmanuel Macron spent a few days in China and came home a CCP lapdog, if you hadn't noticed, telling reporters Europe must resist pressure to follow America in both conflicts involving Taiwan and France's dependence on the U.S. dollar. Mm. Macron sipping tea with Xi Jinping while Paris continues to burn. Rioters angry about pension reform. That problem is not going away. Might as well run over to China and hang out with the big Xi. Sebastian Gorka joins us now, and it's good to have you back on. France cozying up to the Chinese. What does that say about Joe Biden's America? Just just that two-shot, Rob, (laughs) of them sipping tea as the streets of Paris 
are on fire. I mean, look, that's what happens when you have Joe Biden in the White House, Mr. 10 percent. The idea the, the press reported today, I was on air with my radio show, Rob, and I heard this, that Biden called nobody. He didn't have any business calls with heads of state on the nine hour plane ride to Ireland. Can we just stop for a second? I mean, we had nine frigates, dozens of Chinese military aircraft flying into Taiwan airspace just a few days ago. We've got Ukraine, a war zone. We've got Iran rearming. And this guy's too big. Can you imagine how many phone calls? I mean, we wouldn't have war in Ukraine or Taiwan yeah. about to be invaded if my old boss were in the White House. But the idea that you're on a plane for nine hours and you don't talk to anybody, what was he doing, taking a nap? That's Sebastian Gorka, Newsmax host and former deputy assistant to President Trump on Rob Schmidt tonight. On some other networks, the big Trump story that they're losing their mind about today is Trump said Vladimir Putin and Chinese President Xi were very intelligent. As Rob Schmidt mentioned, French President Emmanuel Macron's visit to China is getting all the international attention, even over Biden's visit to Ireland, as Chinese warships continue to operate near Taiwan and riots are happening there in the streets of France. Macron was visiting the president of China, where he also made some very concerning comments. Greta Van Susteren breaks it down. The president of France, Emmanuel Macron, seems to have dumped the USA for his new chum, Communist China President Xi Jinping. It's not that they're just hanging out together, and they were for six cozy hours in Beijing, but it's what Macron said since spending time with his new communist chum that makes it obvious what's going on. As Macron jetted out of the communist country, he decided to unload on the U.S. Here are some samples. That Europe must reduce its dependency on USA. France must reduce its dependency on USA? What's he talking about? My first tongue-in-cheek thought is that the French sure liked being a dependent on the USA when Paris was occupied by Nazi Germany, and it took the USA to liberate them since they could not do it themselves, and they were in real trouble. Or even more recently, their dependency is shown by our great generosity to the European continent, where they live and need to be safe. The American taxpayers have been pouring lots of money into Ukraine to keep Europe, which also means France, safe from Putin's growing aggression. And that's not all Macron said. And this one is a real red flag, figuratively and literally. He told reporters that Europe should reduce its dependence on the extraterritoriality of the U.S. dollar. That sounds exactly like Xi. That's where Macron learned it. Xi wants a replacement for the dollar so that he and other countries can bypass the pain of the U.S. sanctions that cause, that cause, that cause so much pain and to also minimize U.S. strength in the world. Macron went on. He also spoke about the need for France to have strategic autonomy. Obviously, she got to Macron on that one, too. Strategic autonomy means France won't get involved in Taiwan should China invade Taiwan, which, of course, is a promise she was looking for as he makes his plans. And while Macron was being seduced by Xi in Beijing, what was going on back at home in Paris? How's Macron doing at home? Well, not so hot. Trash was piling up in Paris from a workers' strike, and the odor was choking, not to mention a health hazard. And protesters were clashing with French authorities after Macron, a few weeks before he left for China, unilaterally raised France's retirement age from 62 years old to 64. So all in all, maybe this was not the best time 
or place for President Xi and the French president to take his spring break. That's Greta Van Susteren, who notes only four months ago, the French president was President Biden's first official state guest at the White House, where they reaffirmed the relationship of the two countries, past, present, and future. France is one of our strongest partners, and historically, but uh, one of our strongest partners and the most capable allies. And, uh, and uh, Manuel has also become a friend in addition to being president of that great country. And we, we share the same values, and, and uh, we remain the core common agenda that we address all challenges together. And uh, occasionally we have some slight differences, but never in a fundamental way so thus far, at least as long as I've been in Washington, and that's been more than a couple of years. Well, this friendship, this relationship does seem to be struggling right now. President Biden may want to check the mail. He may be getting a Dear John letter from the French president. Greta Van Susteren, host of The Record, weeknights at 6 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. And while we're talking about presidents, another popular Republican may be jumping into the race for the White House. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is expected to announce today in Iowa that he's forming an exploratory committee for a 2024 run. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, as you know, is already in the race. Polls continue to show Donald Trump as the leader for the Republican nomination thus far. But things are just warming up, my friend. And in case you went to bed early, Greg Kelly had another terrific show last night, including a segment on the classified documents that have been popping up all over the Internet and social media. We talked about it yesterday in Newsmax Daily. Documents concerning our national security are everywhere. I mean everywhere on everybody's social media. Uh, Take a look at the headlines. There has been a huge compromise that I don't think we've seen since maybe, uh, let's see, WikiLeaks or really more accurately, the Pentagon Papers, the Pentagon Papers. And go figure, the Pentagon, well, maybe they've lost focus, right? Keeping track of all those documents is tough when you have all these other things to do, right? You got to worry about uh, woke this and celebrate that and diversity, equity and inclusion. You know, there are only so many hours in the day. And seriously, when you bog down our national security establishment with all of this junk, there's less time to focus on the mission. There's less time to keep the documents secure. It plays a role. I know. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it does. Our national security establishment, by the way, has totally flipped its lid. This is an actual advertisement for the CIA. They're looking for recruits to join the Central Intelligence Agency. And this is the way they do it. Nothing about me was or is tragic. I am perfectly made. I can wax eloquent on complex legal issues in English while also belting Guayaquil de mis amores in Spanish. I can change a diaper with one hand and console a crying toddler with the other. I'm a woman of color. I am a mom. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. Also got an attitude, huh? I am this. I am that. I am perfect, I think she said. And what about that disorder? Wait, she says she has some sort of anxiety disorder. Sign her up for one of the most (laughs) sensitive jobs in our government. 
That is taking woke way too far, don't you think? That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, weeknights at 10 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. It is a must-watch show. If you have to go to bed early, make sure you have the Newsmax app, which allows you to watch any show anytime you want. It's free. It's easy to get. It's in the App Store or Google Play, the Newsmax app. Download it. Watch the Greg Kelly Show, a Greg Kelly Reports, and any of your other favorite Newsmax shows anywhere, anytime. Meanwhile, in Louisville, police body cam footage of this week's deadly bank shooting shows officers moving in quickly and coming under heavy fire before shooting and killing the 25-year-old gunman. 26-year-old rookie police officer Nick Wilt, fresh out of the academy, is one of the hero officers and remains in critical condition after he was shot in the head, exchanging gunfire with the shooter. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron spoke with John Bachman now. So much of this seems familiar. Um, The one part of it, though, we do want to highlight Um, which is also familiar from last week's shooting in Nashville, is that you have a hero police officer, Officer Wilt here, only 10 days on the job running towards the gunfire. Well, John, uh, Nick, uh, Officer Wilt is just symbolic of the brave men and women that exist within our Louisville uh, LMPD, our law enforcement community here in Kentucky. Nick uh, ran towards danger, other officers ran towards danger, and I'm so grateful that they did and the way that they served uh, in rapidly getting to this tragedy and this event uh, to stop uh, what was unmistakable evil. And that's just what it is, and that's what we have to call it. Uh, And I wanna just say to our law enforcement community right now, we appreciate you. We are grateful for you. We thank you for the way that you serve our communities uh, and the way that you show up day in and day out, being willing to sacrifice yourselves for our communities. Ditto to what he said. That's Kentucky AG Daniel Cameron. God bless you if you are an officer of the law and be careful out there. And if you live in the state of Tennessee, your governor, Bill Lee, just signed an executive order for stiffer background checks. Tuesday, Lee called on the state legislator to pass the so-called red flag law, saying it would more closely guarantee the safe, lawful purchase of firearms in Tennessee. That is a quote. Don't forget, Newsmax TV is available on most major cable systems like Comcast, Xfinity, AT&T, DirecTV, Dish, Spectrum, Cox, many others, and platforms like Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Apple TV. And as I mentioned, get the Newsmax app on your phone so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you so much for listening to Newsmax Daily. Be sure to check out some of the other great Newsmax podcasts as well. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. In the meantime, my friend, keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.